Welcome to another inspirational message from Northwest Church. We pray this message encourages and inspires you. If you would like any more information on what your next step may be, please visit our website at northwestchurch.com.au. But I believe this house can handle the truth. Because here's the deal, family. If we will know the truth, Jesus said, grace and truth came through Jesus. And if we will know the truth, the truth will make us free. And so are you ready for the truth? Now, I've watched different reactions when I've told people the truth. Some people look at me and kind of go, okay, but stay with me. I'm going to tell you the truth, and I'm going to explain it. Don't go away. Are you ready? Here we go. Here's the truth. You are blessed. And favored by God. Get over it. Stick with me. Don't let that just be like water going down a duck's back. Come on now, hang in there. Hang it, hang, 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 hang in there. Genesis chapter 12, verse 2 and 3. This passage of scripture comes straight from the will inside of God, not external, internal, right out of God. And here's what he says to Abraham. I will make of you a great nation. I will. I want to. This is from me. Nobody's pulling this out of me. This is in me. I will bless you with abundant increase of favors. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. That's why it just got a little louder when I started reading it. And make your name famous and distinguished, and you will be a blessing. And I will. This is coming out of me. This is coming out of God myself. No one's pulling this out of me. This is my will. I will bless those who bless you, who confer prosperity, happiness upon you, curse those who curse you, use insolent language towards you. In you, all the families of the kindreds of the earth will will be blessed, and by you they will bless themselves. Now, here's the deal. When God blesses you, It does not matter who curses you. Now, I don't understand why everybody doesn't like you. Look at you. You're amazing. You're you're beautiful. You're wonderful. And yet there's people that don't like you. Now, I, I wish it were different. I can't understand why nobody. Well, I can show you a list of people who don't like me. But here's, and I don't want to give them cause, I don't want to, I don't want to be, you know, I want to be kind, I want to be loving, but the bottom line is, even if you were the perfect son of God walking on water, there are people who will not like you. Get over it. It's the world we live in, we're not in heaven yet. One day we'll go to heaven and everybody will like you, but we're not there yet. And here's the truth. If God speaks well of you, it does not matter who speaks evil of you. When God favors you, it does not matter who's against you. And there will be people against you because for no, if for no other reason, there will be people against you because you are for God. And the very fact that you're for God is going to make you think like God thinks. You're going to judge things from the scriptures. You're going to look at things in the light. And there are people who hate that. And so... When God favors you, when God blesses you, when God speaks well of you, it just doesn't matter that much what everybody else says or thinks about you. So Abraham was favored, not always liked, but favored. And Abraham was blessed, even though there were wars that would come against him. He was favored and he was blessed. 
Now, here's the beauty. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that, that, in order that, see that word that? So Jesus has been cursed, he's hung on a tree, that, in order that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ. That the will that was on God for Abraham is the will that's on God for every one of us that are in Jesus Christ. You are blessed. Listen, he didn't say the blessings of Abraham. Blessings? What are blessings? They just come and go. Blessings are everywhere. It's the blessing. It's not the golden eggs. It's the goose. It's the blessing. That the blessing that was on Abraham, the favor that was on Abraham, blessings are everywhere. Blessings come. We give them. We receive them. They're this. They're that. But it's not the blessings of Abraham. It's the decree. It's the favor. It's the blessing of Abraham. That that blessing of Abraham is on you, your children, your family, your life, your business, your farm, your work, your marriage. God willed it. God decreed it to everyone who is in Christ. Through Jesus, you are blessed with Abraham's blessing, and you are favored with Abraham's favor. Romans 8, 31. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who cares on social media who is against us? If God is for us. We read it in the Amplified Bible. In other words, a little louder. What then shall we say to all this? If God is for us, who can be against us? Listen, who can be our foe when God is on our side? You know, it's like the A-team, the guy that used to say, I pity the fool. I pity the fool. Because the fool is the foe who is against what God has favored and what God has blessed. Now, in Numbers chapter 23 and verse 20, we remember the story of Balaam and Balak. Now, I always get those two mixed up. So if I've got Balaam doing Balak's job, forgive me, all right? But I, understand, I think it goes this way. Balak is this king who wants Balaam, this really accurate prophet, he wants him to curse Israel because Israel's coming to, kick, to win the war. <laughs> and Balak knows everywhere Israel goes, they're kicking, making wins everywhere they go and so he hires he hires Balaam and he puts a stack of money in front of him and he says I want you to stand on this mountain and I want you to curse Israel and Balaam looks at that pile of cash and he goes whoa I bless you in the name of no Barak says no was it Barack? It's kind of like the president of the United States used to be. The Barack. Anyway, no, no, he says, I told you to curse them. Oh, he gets the pile of gold even bigger. And so now, whoa, you know, Balaam feels a real anointing to curse. And so he reaches back there again, and that pile gets bigger, and he says, I bless you. And here's what the scripture says. Behold, Numbers 23, 20, I have received. A command to bless. He has blessed. And I cannot reverse it. 
Family, when you're blessed, you're blessed. Now, here's the truth that sets us free. It's one thing to be blessed, but it is another thing to know that you are blessed. You see, to wake up every morning knowing in your knower, deep down inside of everything that affirms what you believe is real and true, that this is real and true like your breath, that this is real and true like the sun that's waiting for you to come outside, to wake up every morning to know that the blessing and the favor of God is on your life. It's not being blessed. It's knowing. Because the scripture says in Hosea chapter 4 and verse 6, through the prophet Hosea, God says this, my people are destroyed. I don't know if it's going to come up on the screen. Let's see. Here we go. My people are destroyed for lack of blessing. Come on, now you're reading it with me. Don't let me get away with that. Come on, I'm out here with country people. Talk to me. That ain't right. You know that ain't right. You know the preacher's up here full of stuff in the country. Listen, my people are destroyed for lack of favor. That's not what it says. My people are destroyed for lack of God being for them. That is not what the scripture says. No, but I can tell you how God's people are destroyed. They are destroyed through lack of knowing, knowledge, knowledge. And then we read from the Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3, how we praise God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we deserve it. No. Because we are in Christ Jesus. Because we are in Christ Jesus. Family, if we don't know that, if we don't lay hold of that, if we don't realize that, if we don't appropriate that, if we don't confess that, if we don't believe that, if we don't decree that, if we don't declare that, then we will live beneath that. It would be just like somebody coming from the United States from Louisiana. In Louisiana, I had a friend from Louisiana tell me they, they invented the toothbrush in Louisiana. He said, because if they had invented it anywhere else, it would have been a teeth brush. <laughs> so here's the deal. If I got my buddy from Louisiana and he comes to Sydney and I said, guess what, bud? We're going on a cruise. Royal Caribbean is right here in Sydney Harbor, and we're going on a cruise. And he goes, yeah, buddy, let's go. And so we go, and, and, there, and then we get on the cruise, and we're going to do a week, and we're going to go out to the islands. And then so he goes in, he gets in his little cabin, and a week later, I never see that guy. And we get off the cruise, and we're back in Sydney Harbor. What did you think? Oh, loved it, loved it. Man, I've never seen so much water in my whole life. It was wonderful. It was beautiful. I said, man, how come I never saw you at the silver service seating? He said, what? What are you talking about? You know, every night, silver service, all you can eat, as much as you can eat, as fat as you can get, all in one week. And he said, I, 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 I didn't. I said, how come I didn't see you at the shows? Every night, the big shows. What? What? I, I didn't know that was, I didn't know. I, you mean, you've been on this cruise, and you didn't know that it was all you, no? He said, I brought my crackers, my peanut butter. I tried some of that veggie. 
excuse me, I just threw up in the back of my throat a little bit. Sorry, God, just, you can take the, that just, that's crossing the line. Here's the deal. He's on the cruise. He enjoyed the cruise, but he lived far beneath. And there are a lot of Christians cruising just like that. Because they, they don't know. And what you don't know determines how you're going to live your life and what you're going to leave as a legacy. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 12 says, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. Listen, that, there's that word again, that, in order that. We've received the spirit not from the world, but we've received the spirit from God in order that, wait for it, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Come on, somebody. Come on. To know. To know the truth. Grace and truth have come through Jesus Christ. I didn't make the truth. I just can either know it, deny it, live it, love it, hate it, whatever. But it is what it is. The truth is what it is. And the truth is you are blessed with the blessing that was on Abraham. And you are favored with the favor that is on Abraham. Live with it. Get over it. Believe it. Lay hold of it. To know that you are blessed is to know that you are favored. And this is a powerful way to live your life. It is a knowledge that changes everything. When we arrived in Sydney in 1987, Carol and myself and three little babies, we couldn't speak Australian at all. We just got off the plane. I had 11 of my old army duffel bags, and we, we moved out to the western suburbs of Sydney. And my little girl, having lived 35 years in America, now we're, here we are in Australia. And my little baby daughter in the middle of the night had an infection. I think it was a, uh, I think it was a urinary tract infection or something. She was screaming, my little girl, we couldn't afford. I mean, that we had no money. We came over on the smell of an oily rag. We lived a year before I could take the kids out to pizza. We slept on the floor for months. We, but I could not help it, my daughter. I picked her up. I knew this was going to bankrupt us. But I picked her up, got her in the car, and drove her to the emergency at the Penrith Nepean Hospital. And I walked in the middle of the night with her screaming. They took her out of my hand and took her back into the room and, and, and gave her the antibiotics, did whatever it was. She, she wasn't screaming. I put her back in my arms. I was so grateful. So I walked over to the little counter where you check out, and I pulled out my credit card, and I laid it down. And the lady looked at me, and she said, that's fine. She said, you're right. And I thought, about what? I didn't say anything. No, no, you're right. And I'm thinking, well, I'm, I'm right, what? And she said, it's, 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 it's paid for. See, that would have been $1,000 last week. It would have cost me $1,000 last week to take my daughter up there. Did I deserve it? No, but I was in Australia. You will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Now, quickly, in 14 minutes and 29 seconds, I want to share with you five great truths of a blessed life, of knowing that you're blessed. Would you, would you walk with me through this? Would you walk with me? Listen, family, no matter who is against you, you know that God is for you. No matter what is going on around you, you know that God's favor is upon you. 
to know that you are blessed is a powerful way to live. It is a knowledge that will change everything. You will actually walk out of here today with a new knowledge about yourself. Grace and truth have come through Jesus, and the truth is making you free. And the truth is God willed this. This wasn't your call. This was way above your pay grade. God willed this to put the blessing and favor of Abraham on you and on your marriage and on your family and on your life. And so no matter who is against you, God is for you. And to be able to know that you cannot keep a blessed man down, or you may knock him down, but you cannot keep a blessed man down. You cannot keep a blessed woman down. You cannot keep a blessed marriage down. You cannot keep a blessed church down. There is power in living a blessed life and knowing. No, I'm not talking about arrogance. I'm not arrogant that I live in Australia. I'm honored that I live in Australia. And in Australia, there's some truth that will set you free if you know that truth. Five great truths of living a blessed, powerful, blessed life. And I like that uh, acrostic, B-L-E-S-S. I always preach this way because it's simple and stupid, and that works for me. That's my stuff. I get that. No, the stupid's on me. The simple, I hope, is for you. B-L-E-S-S. The five great truths. I could say one, two, three, four, five. But Monday, tomorrow, you might be thinking, what was one? What was two? But if you're thinking, what was B? What was L? What was E? What was S? It might help you because it sure helps me. Number B. This is, this is blessed and a blessing. Do you remember the whole purpose of Abraham's blessing? It was to what? To be a blessing. To be a blessing. When you know that you are blessed with Abraham's blessing, you just see everything differently. You do not live with a scarcity mentality, a poverty outlook. It doesn't matter what you have in the house. The blessing, the blessings may come and go, but the blessing is on you. And so you never, you know, I read this years ago when the book came out, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. That one quote in the book has never left me. And Stephen Kobe says this in the book. He said, you do not see things as they are. You see things as you are. Now imagine that quote. When somebody sees things knowing that they are blessed, it just changes the way you see everything. Because I'm blessed to be a blessing. Everything I have is to be a blessing. It's to bless my family, my friends, my neighbors, even my enemies. I'm blessed to be a blessing. When you know that God is your source, you're no longer insecure with your source. If the bank is your source, if your you know, investment is your source, if what you have in your pocket or your bank account is your source, well, then you're insecure because all of that can shift and change and banks can close and fill. But when God is your source and the favor of God is on your life and the blessing of God is on your life, there's no insecurity in living to be a blessing. You just live to be blessed. Oh, let me bless you. Let me bless you. Like somebody walks into church this morning and just bought coffee for the whole house. I think that's a mentality, don't you? Don't you? So you know that the blessing that is on your life is for more than just yourself. God doesn't bless us just to see how blessed and chubby we can be with blessing before we go to heaven. No, he blesses us so that his blessing could go to multitudes more than just us. He blesses us so that the blessing of God could reach all over the place. And you know that there is no limit to the source of your blessing. Because God said to Abraham, I will bless you and make you a blessing. A blessing. Blessed people are blessing other people. How good is this? Think about it. It's like this double whammy, upward spiral, exponential doodad (laughs) thing. Here's the deal. We're blessed. And yet Jesus says, but it's even more blessed to be a blessing. Oh, goody. Watch this. I'm blessed, and now I'm a blessing, which makes me more blessed than I'm blessed, which now I'm more blessed than I'm blessed, so I'm going to continue to be a blessing, 
which makes me good night. I just, I mean, I am, I am drowning in being blessed because I'm blessed to be a blessing. When I'm a blessing, I'm more blessed than when I'm just blessed. Come on, are you following me? I'm not, but if you're following me, you're doing good. You're doing good. And look, I'm not just talking with our money, of course. Think of the hours. Think of the work. Think last night. Not just our money, our time, our words. Listen to this. First Peter, I'm preaching as fast as I can. Are you with me? Yes. Am I smiling enough? Because yes. Carol says sometimes I don't smile when I preach. And it's just because I get... All right, everybody, we're going to take a smile break. You ready? Let's all... Okay, break over. Back to the word. Let's go. First Peter chapter 3, verse 9. Listen to this. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't re 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 retaliate when people say unkind things about you. Instead, huh, pay them back with a blessing. What, what, what the? Pay them back with a blessing. That's what God wants you to do, and he will bless you for it. And you think, how could I ever think like that? Look, it's easy to think like that when blessing's all you know, when blessing's all you have. When, the only way you know to respond to someone who's been unkind to you is with a blessing. That changes everything. Second, number L. Number B is blessed to be a blessing. Number L is, I love this, it's lots, lots, loads, heaps, lots. Not this little, not this little, not this little trickle. No, it's just like this river. It's like a year ago, a little over a year ago, no, a year ago, I happened to be in the United States, and I love to hike and trek like Bronnie does. And so I, I, I've hiked the Grand Canyon many, many times, but I'd never hiked it from the North Rim to the South Rim in one day, and I'd never done it in the middle of summer. <laughs> I don't recommend it. But I thought, I thought because I'd got up at 2 a.m. on the North, on the north uh, Rim, I thought since I got up at 2.15, I was on the trail at 3 a.m., I actually thought I could be, get down it, get across it, and do those 11 miles back up that, that south wall. I could probably do that before it got too hot. Well, it was good going down because it was in the night. It was in the dark. I had a headlamp all the way. Got across. By 9 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning, I started up that north wall, and it started to get about 40, 45, 47 degrees. And I was just, I knew I was in trouble. And honestly, I, uh, my, I started, I dropped down because I've hiked that many times in and out in a day on the south rim. I was now averaging one kilometer an hour. And I knew I was in trouble. It was hard to carry even enough water. And I could feel heat stroke and, and heat exhaustion. And uh, from my military days, I knew I was in trouble. And what I can remember up on, on this one ridge that I had got up to finally, it was so hot that if I found that much shade in a rock, I would literally go stick my head inside of it just to get the sun off my head for a moment. So I knew I was in trouble. This was not smart. But I'd heard this sound, and it was the sound of a trickle. And I didn't know if I had the strength to go off the trail down to find it, but I found this little creek about two inches deep. And, it, and I just closed everything. I laid on my face and started cooling my core down and cooling my body. Laid on my back. And you know what? It cooled me down enough, probably saved my life, to be honest with you. Cooled me down enough that I finally could get up to another little stream about that thick, and I got out. I'm not talking about that. Here's what I'm talking about. Last year, I hiked in Israel. I hiked from Lebanon to Egypt, a 1,000-kilometer hike across the land. It took me 42 days. Now, I, it got hot there, too. But you know what? I didn't find no little creek. I found the flipping Sea of Galilee, man. I was in that thing. I was over my head. I was floating. I was blowing bubbles. I was belly flopping. I was going down. I'm talking that kind. I'm talking that kind. Not the skimpy, not the barely getting by. Oh, I'm alive. Thank God I didn't die. Oh, this is way more than that. 
This is about way more than thank God I didn't die. This is about loads and lots and heaps. Psalm 68, verse 19. Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits. Waking up every morning. Listen. Beep, 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 beep. And you're looking out the window. What is that? Oh, that's just the Lord out there again. Beep, beep, beep. Boom. What's going on? He's just out there again. Daily loading us with benefits. See, la, somebody. Come on, help me now. So the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20, now to him who is able to trickle some, as much as you need, to trick the, come on, amen. No, baby, now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, lots, loads, heaps. This is where you live. This is how you need to see you in the blessing and favor of Abraham that's on your family and on your life. Number E, expectation. Now look, we'll, because of this, because of this truth that sets me free, because it is true, that means I am looking and I am aware and I am alert to blessings. There was a movie years ago where this little boy, it was a real spooky movie, and he said, I see you remember the movie, The Little Boy? Listen, here's what you say. I see blessings. Because that's what we see. That's us. That's what we see. What do you see? What do you see? I see trouble. I see a bad moon arising. What do you see? I see blessings. I see. Well, brother, the world's getting worse. I know, I know, but not me. I'm not getting worse. I'm blessed with Abraham's blessing, and I'm favored with Abraham's favor. Oh, but the world's going to hell on a wheelbarrow. My mama used to say, I know, but not me. Not me. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I want to be a blessed, but not me. Not me! Because I am blessed with Abraham's blessing, and I am favored with Abraham's blessing. And I didn't ask for it. I didn't even look for it. It came to me out of the grace of God, somebody. We expect blessings. We don't deserve them. We've not earned them. But they follow us, and they pursue us all the days of our life. Psalm 112, in 3 minutes and 49 seconds, Psalm 112, verse... Hallelujah. I'm just going to read it. Blessed man. I'm reading from the Message Bible. It says, Hallelujah. Blessed man. Blessed woman who fear God, who cherish and relish his commandments. Their children, those little rugrats, their children, they're robust, they're robust on the earth. And the homes of the upright, how blessed. Somebody, how blessed. Their houses brim with wealth and a generosity that never runs dry. That was under Old Covenant. How about you and me today who are in Christ Jesus bearing and wearing the blessing of God over our lives. This is going to set somebody free. Somebody's going to walk out of here today and go, my goodness, I did not know that about me. I did not know I'm as blessed as Abraham was blessed, and I am as favored as Abraham was favored. I've been living in the cabin of this cruise ship, and I've not been walking out and going into what, what, what the cruise ship supplies. Romans 5, 5, Message Bible. Whew. Two minutes and 50 seconds. In alert expectancy such as this, we are never left feeling shortchanged, somebody. Quite the contrary. We can't round up enough containers to hold everything God generously pours into our lives through the Holy Spirit. So we are blessed and a blessing with loads and lots and lots and loads of blessing. We have an expectation of blessing. And number four, number S, first S, S no, first S, we speak blessings. See, we open our mouth and we bless. We bless with our words. We bless. Listen, Christians, we don't curse. Somebody. 
We don't curse. Listen to the Bible, Ephesians 4.29. Don't use foul or abusive language, even if you grew up on the dadgum farm. We, we, listen, we don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Amplify. Let no foul, polluting language, no evil word or unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth, but only such as speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others, as it is fitting to the need of the occasion, that it may be a blessing and give grace. And then James comes along when he's pastoring his church there in Jerusalem, and he says, what's up with this? He said, you got this living spring, this living spring. And he said, sometimes this spring is speaking cursing, and sometimes this spring is speaking blessing. And James said, this ought not to be. And finally, number S, one minute and 20 seconds. Second S, what's B? Help me, what's B? Blessed to be a blessing. What's L? Loads, load. What's E? What's first S? And what's second S? I haven't told you yet, <laughs> but you're good. You are really good. Here it is, and I finish with this, Pastor. I finish with this. There is a strength, S. There is a strength when you know you were blessed. No, no, when you know this in your heart, there is a strength for facing life that you cannot believe. Proverbs 24, 16 says, the righteous may fall seven times, but he gets back up every single time. Here's the truth. Here's what I want to list as number five. When you're blessed... You already know the final outcome in every situation. You know what the final outcome of this is going to be? Blessed. Even as we heard this morning, standing at a grave, what's the final outcome going to be? Blessed. I already know that all things work together for good to those that love the Lord. Oh, but this deal didn't happen. And oh, she's going through this. And, and I don't know why my kids are wearing earrings the size of lawnmowers. And I don't know what's going on. And I know, I know. But here, listen, it's a trial. It's a trauma. And I'll read this last scripture. And now I'm on overtime. But I have to read this last scripture. Promise I'm ending. The middle play. Okay, 2 Corinthians 4.16. Let's stand together as I read it. Just to show you I'm telling you the truth. Let's stand together. And the pastor can have you sit back down if he wants to. Here's the scripture. As a matter of fact, is it on the screen? All right, let's go together. That is why we never give up. Come on with me. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are quite small and won't last very long. Yet they produce for us an immeasurably great glory. Are we, in a, we may be in a different thing. All right, stop, let me read. Yet they, in case we got the wrong deal, yet they produce for us an immeasurably great glory that will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles. Oh, poor little, poor, 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 poor little baby. Oh, you having troubles? Don't worry about it. You're eternal. You're going to outlive every trouble you've ever had. So we don't look at the troubles we can see right now. Rather, we look forward to what we have not yet seen. For the troubles we see will soon be over, and the joys to come will last forever. Father, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be a blessing. Father, I'm blessed with loads and lots of blessing. Father, I have the expectation of blessing in my life. Father, I speak blessing, and I know the strength of the truth that everything that happens to me is going to work out for good in Jesus' name. Hey again, thanks so much for joining us on this podcast. Whether you are new and exploring faith or a follower of Jesus, there is a next step for you. 
There is always room to grow, more to be done, destiny to be pursued, and people to be reached. So what's your next step? To find out, head over to northwestchurch.com.au. And thanks again for listening.